The Costa Rica gold rush, you know it sure didn't last long, and today it's non-existent. Costa Rica, a long time ago, had to choose between being a biodiverse country or a country that would scar its land with open pit mining. In 1502, when Christopher Columbus set foot on a little island just off the coast of what is now the Limon area, he was first impressed with the ornate gold jewelry that the local indigenous people wore, along with the fact that the dense green jungles, the abundance of wildlife, and a beautiful coastline was the first things that he saw. He named this new land Costa Rica, or Rich Coast, as we all know. There was a lot of speculation from the early Spanish settlers that Costa Rica was flush with gold, ready to be mined and sold on the global market. But gold was not discovered here for over 300 years in the early 1800s. Costa Rica's strong economy was established solely because of agriculture with sugar and pineapple, corn and coffee at the forefront. Everyone was too busy making a lot of money in this way. The exploration for gold waited. Large-scale gold mining didn't begin until the 1820s, though it soon declined shortly after in the 1840s, over 90 years later in the 1930s. Huge gold deposits were discovered on the Osa Peninsula, and the industry grew very strong, spurring gold fever to sweep the country. People from all over the world came here. Throughout the early years, the Osa Peninsula and the areas surrounding were deemed uninhabitable, almost considered a wasteland simply because there were no people in the area. It was a dense jungle habitat with no future plans to make it a place where people would want to live. With the discovery of gold in the area, a migration to the peninsula quickly began as a surge of excited people flocked to the area with hopes of striking it rich, mining for gold. Many of those who moved to the area were refugees from other Caribbean nations, seeking refuge from the iron fist rule of their national governments, along with former banana plantation workers from the Limon region, looking for work following the closing of many of the United Fruit Company plantations during this time. The Osa Peninsula was one of the Costa Rica's largest gold-producing regions until the late 1980s. It was known for producing exceptionally high-grade gold with a total purity above 20 carats, considered to be very high for natural gold deposits. Because of this, throughout this gold rush period, period excuse me, the entire region experienced a large economic boom fueled by artisanal gold prospecting. Unlike other gold mining zones of Costa Rica, the Osa Peninsula was unique in that gold was not only abundant in the mountainous regions, but also was found in the hundreds of riverbanks throughout the peninsula in sedimentary form. Sedimentary gold, much different from larger gold nuggets, can be extracted in an art artisanal process known as gold panning a labor-intensive method of extraction that utilizes a gold pan to separate the precious metal out of the sand and gravel and dirt deposits. This form of mining was the initial method adopted by many of the local gold miners, local, uh, known locally here in Spanish as the Oreros. Dos Brazos de Rio Tigre was perhaps the largest major gold mining community that was settled on the peninsula. It was positioned perfectly between the two arms, Dos Brazos, of the Tigre River and was also on the outskirts of the area now known as the Corcovado National Park. 
At this time, the Tigre River was one of the rivers with the largest concentration of naturally occurring gold deposits in the entire region. And because of this, for so many years, the main economic activity of those who settled there was gold mining. In response to this terrible environmental damage for quite a few years, in 1975, the current president established Corcovado National Park, a protected conservation territory of the Osa Peninsula. And it spans nearly one-third of the region's landscape, and with the formation of this protected territory and legislation, it didn't exist anymore. The gold fever stopped. And as you can see by the abbreviated history, the Costa Rican government has chosen its country's biodiversity and the health of its flora and fauna over what riches could have been generated by a robust gold industry. The 5 million plus residents of Costa Rica, they're very happy that this route was taken. Biodiversity instead of riches from gold. And so are the 3 million plus visitors that flock to Costa Rica every year to enjoy their 30 plus national parks, volcanoes and beaches, species of plants, hundreds of thousands, animals and so much more. Southern Costa Rica to this day has remained the least inhabited area of the country. In my opinion, it's the most green, most lush, and most wild and diverse area. If you get a chance, be sure to spend a few days on the Osa Peninsula and in the Corcovado National Park. You will experience old Costa Rica, I promise. Gold is gold, but seeing a plentitude of toucans, scarlet macaws, sloths, tapers, pumas, anteaters, butterflies, and thousands of other species is my best choice. Pura Vida.